Hey friends, welcome to the Thrive Like a Parent podcast. You know those parents who look like they've got it all together? Yep, that's not me. I'm Dr. Brooke Weinstein, mom, widow, and neuroscience expert on all things sensory and emotional regulation. Yep, that's right. I'm here to get down and dirty on the truth behind parenting, education, burnout, neuroscience, widowhood, and the shit show we call life. So come join me for conversations with thought leaders, doctors, and women just like you who aren't afraid to speak the truth and help you find that silver lining between the to-do lists, shit shows, and chaos of parenthood. If you are craving the answers to finally find that sweet spot between chaos and calm, pull up a seat and listen in as I take you from burnt out and surviving to finally thriving. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Thrive Like a Parent podcast. Today, I'm going to be discussing with you boundaries with our children, like what it looks like. Why is it hard to set boundaries with our children? Why is it important? How to support yourself when setting a boundary with your child, right? And the emotional brain and benefits of what it means to set boundaries with your children. Okay. This is like so important. So, so important. And I personally think that we don't do enough of this. Let me give you an example or the reason why. Okay. So these children come out of your hoo-ha or get thrust into your arms or whatever the means of them being in your arms, boom, they're there. Okay. Now, when your children are infants, if you are breastfeeding, bottle feeding, any kind of feeding, diapering, all the different things, they would not survive without us. They wouldn't. Okay. Like we need to take care of them to clean them and make sure they're okay for the time being within their life. Right. And so The hard part comes when they begin to now show up as individual humans and then we're already linked within this codependency of like, but I need to help you and I I need to take care of you. And like, what do you mean you don't need me? And like, what do you like? What? Like, how does this work? Like, what do you mean? Like, I don't understand. Right. So then we've already created and built this codependency within you need me to keep you safe and alive and healthy and human. And I need you to make me feel like I have worth. Okay. When we place a boundary, what happens is it's saying, nope, I need you to put your own shoes on because I'm worthy of not putting your shoes on. Right. I can handle all that it means to not be able to take care of you anymore as you're a growing human. And you got to learn how to take care of yourself, right? It's it's slowly separating and detaching the codependency into forming a really healthy attachment with your child. And I personally believe that that is the work of our parenthood, of the rest of our parenthood life, is helping our children understand how to have boundaries for themselves and you recognizing how to step away inch by inch by inch by inch by inch, like very slowly. I'm not telling you just be like, figure it out, dude. Like, nope, we can't do that. We can't do that because that may not work. Yeah. So it's really important to know that moving into this, like this doesn't happen overnight. Yeah. This happens very slowly over years. And I know that we love quick fixes within our reality and world, but that's not what this is. You can help and support your child as long as you would like. But just know that if you don't set those boundaries, you may be wiping their booty for a really, 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 really long time. 
If you allow them to fall asleep with the iPad on next to their bed, they may be doing that for a really, 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 really long time. If you allow them to get up from the table to move around during dinner, they may do that for a really, 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 really long time. Now, if you've listened to any of my podcasts before, I have discussed what I like to call the hierarchy of needs in parenting, right? If having them wipe their own booty is not on the top of your priority, don't start to set that boundary until you're ready, until you're ready to show up to the party and actually enforce the boundary and follow through and, and teach them what they need to know in terms of the consistency of that behavior. If you're not ready to get your child to sit at the table and that's something that you're like, eh, I don't, it's fine, whatever it is, cool. Like I support you. Yeah. I'm talking about what do we do and how do we do it when we want to do it? Yeah. There is no shame here. Like you do what you need to do until you're ready to step in and say, yep, I don't want to be hit anymore. Or nope, I don't want to be punched anymore. Or like, nope, I don't want to allow you 15 snacks before dinner. Or nope, I'm not going to be like, I don't want the tantrum to happen every time or meltdown to happen every time in Target or and me give in about the candy bar, whatever it is, right? Like whatever those boundaries are, it's you learning to own your voice and being able to say, okay, this is how I would like the house to run, or this is the type of life I would like to live, or I need you to come to the mall with me to get new braziers. I don't know, right? Like, and I need you to be able to behave. What does that look like, right? That's the boundary of, I need you to be able to stand here. A boundary for me is the grocery store, right? Solo parent here, if you've gone to the grocery store with your kids, that's like hell on wheels, on, on the buggy wheels. Like that's, that's like legit fire. Like I don't even know what to say. Yeah. Like we went to the grocery store in the mayhem right before the world shut down, right? We were all like going on strike and like locking the doors and, and throwing away the keys. Yeah. And I'm telling you, it was a free for all. Like we just kept shoving shit in the cart. Like it was nuts. You name it, I bought it. Like, I didn't even know what I was doing. I was just like, okay, I'm on my own. Like, all right, this, this is okay. Jonathan was in Houston getting support. And that's the first time that he'd ever done inpatient. And I was like, all right, here we go. Like the world's coming to an end and I'm on my own and I've never been on my own before. And welcome to solo parenting 101. Here we go. Right? Like talk about mayhem on a grocery store. Like like I just said, that was shit on wheels. That was hell on wheels. It was nuts, right? But if you want your child to behave in a grocery store, that requires boundaries and consistent boundaries of what's expected when they go to the grocery store. For me, wasn't a hierarchy of needs high on the list. Yeah, like I kept them at home and Instacarted that shit for a really long time. I just started being able to have the capacity to go to the grocery, like just started. And nonetheless, with them, yeah. So it's okay if you can't always show up to the boundary party, let's say, of like, okay, fine, I'll be consistent and do this all the time. Yeah. Now, when you do choose to do it, when you do choose to do it, we got to do it right. Yeah. But let's back up for a second of like, why is it hard? Why is it hard? I'm going to give you a particularly hard example, but I'm sure so many of you can relate to situations such as this, right? Let's say your child does something at school or, or here or there where it requires a natural consequence to, to help teach them that boundary, but yet you know how hard that is for them and the discomfort within their brain, okay? And so 
a lot of the gentle parenting and conscious parenting and even Dr. Becky is like, no punishments. Like, I'm not telling you to have a punishment, but I need your child's brain to learn that they can sit in discomfort and still be safe. And that's how we learn, right? If you don't make a deadline, your ass is going to get fired, right? Like, I don't really know what to tell you. So we need to teach our children that when XYZ happens, this will happen. Yeah. So we stop ourselves from having hard boundaries for a few different reasons. Number one, we're exhausted and tired. Like we can't, like just here's the candy bar. I just can't today. That's okay. Like I support you in that. I'm, I'm there sometimes. Like I got you like all day long. Yeah. Number two, we have a really hard time watching the discomfort within our children when we do set the boundary. Number three, we don't understand the brain and boundaries enough to know how long this situation is going to last when we do finally show up to the party and attempt to bring consistency to those boundaries. And I promise I will talk you through that today. Yeah. It's one of those three, right? Of like, it's so uncomfortable to watch our child have discomfort or, or feel pain or feel discomfort or whatever's going on. You're exhausted. You don't have the capacity. You're just like, here, eat the third piece of pie. Like I I can't today. Right. Or you're like, I don't know how to do this. Like something must be wrong. Like this isn't working. Like, why is it always my child that wants the 10th bag of chips before dinner and like has a meltdown to the point of like vomiting and like red in the face and all the different things before dinner, right? This is, this is new. This is different. This, this must be something different than a, than a quote normal child, right? Like what is this? Yeah. Your child might be really strong willed and like has the capacity to go at it for a while. And if you have one of those children, I love you very much. And I want you to know I'm here for you. Like I can support you through that. Now, you know, my rule of threes, right? Three days, three hours, three weeks, three years. Sometimes I have a client who she literally came to me. She literally came to me and now she is on my team and a support staff for me with all of my other moms and parents that I work with. She is, I mentor her, right? And she literally came to me because shit hit the fan when she had a second kid. And she was like, I don't know how to do this. Like, this must be like, what is going on? Like, he didn't know a curse word in the sky. And now all of a sudden it's fuck this and shit that. Like, what happened to my child? And so helping her find those boundaries within her son, whoo, right? Like he is strong, strong willed. It is going to serve him well in his later life, but she has had to learn how to hold strong boundaries with him. And some days she can, and some days she still voxers saying, oh, this is hurting my heart. Like this is really hurting my heart. And they still get through it. And she knows that After the storm, right, comes the pot of gold. And so she weathers the storm every single time. So I want you to make sure that when you're deciding to do this, you remember that this isn't so easy, right? It's not so easy to decide to do this, yeah? I would say that a simple one is Charlie started playing around the neighborhood with other kids. And I would tell him I needed to know where he was. And if he went to another kiddo's house, he needed to come back first and tell me where he was going. So I knew. And I told him, then he was like, okay, mommy, but I might forget. So I may need you to tell me again. It was like the cutest thing in the entire world. I was like, okay, but I need you to know that if you don't do that, that means that you won't be playing with anyone anymore for the day. Yeah. And the reason I did that was because I wanted him to feel the natural consequence of when he didn't remain 
safe, right? That is a safety concern for me of knowing where my kiddo is at at all times. Yeah. I trust all of my neighbors and we all love each other's kids, but at the same time, I need to know where my kid's at. Yeah. So he may have had to do that once, maybe twice where he had, I had to invoke the natural consequence and he learned from that. And now I know where he is at all times. Right. So setting a boundary and sticking with it, despite knowing how uncomfortable it was for him, those two different times where he wasn't able to go then play with his friends for the day. Yeah. I had to stop it for the rest of the day. That sucked. Like it was so uncomfortable for him, but that's why it's so important to set these boundaries, right? That's the next topic that I was going to discuss with you is why it's so important. It's because that's how our brains learn. Okay. Our brains learn from, you know, consequences and positive reinforcements. Like you go all the way back to Pavlov, right? Like it's the truth. Yeah. And it it still remains today. Now, What happens is when you create these boundaries and structures within your home, your children knows a lot more of what's expected of them. And so their brain actually doesn't have to work as hard. Like those meltdowns, those tantrums, all of that, that's exhausting. It is. It's exhausting. So if you choose to set boundaries and put things in place that remain consistent, it's actually for the benefit and health of your child's brain. Okay. Now, How do we support you in times where you see your kid, you tell them, okay, well, you have to stay home today because you didn't tell me you were going to Johnny's house down the street and I didn't know where you were. And I have to follow through now on a natural consequence that I know isn't going to be fun for my son. Like, what do I do? How do I support myself? Well, first and foremost, I want you to take a deep breath, right? Like, okay, this is going to be really hard. I cannot tell you how many times there have been conversations with all of my support system, including Lolo and friends and all that, where I'm like, Oh God, damn it. Like, I can't believe I have to do this. Like, I don't want to do this. Like it's, it's going to hurt his heart. Like I feel like I'm crushing my kiddo's soul. Right. When I've had to do X, Y, or Z. Yeah. But the benefit of what happens after is they have so much more awareness. It's actually slowing their brain down to be like, okay, I was going too fast or this happened and now I understand what's expected or now I understand where I'm at or now I understand why I can't have the 10th, I don't know, Frito bag before dinner, right? Or like now I understand why I need to sit at the table or now I understand why mom leaves me at home with a sitter rather than taking me out to a fancy meal, whatever it is for you, Yeah. Or nope, you can't touch that, right? I get so many of like, I say, don't touch that. Don't touch that. Don't touch Why are you touching that? Now you're touching. Great. Now you're all blue. Cool. Get in the shower. Like I just told you not to do that. Now you have blue spray paint all over you. And it probably will stay. Or like, let's talk about permanent marker, cutting our hair. Or like, right? In those (laughs) instances, small boundaries, right? I want you to go the extra mile when you have the bandwidth of like, don't, don't do that isn't enough. Okay. So, or please stop isn't enough. I need statements, right? I need statements. Yeah. Or you can start at the beginning of how do you feel? Like I feel really frustrated. I need you to stop. Or I feel worried when you don't come home and tell me where you are. I need you to come tell me where you are in between each neighbor's house that you go visit to see if you can play. And it worries mommy so much that if you don't 
do that, there will be a natural consequence and you will be done playing with your friends in the neighborhood for the day. How does that feel? Right? I've just talked out a whole kind of laundry list of like what that would look like, right? I've said it before with the kids. I need you to sit and be able to have a conversation with me at a dinner table, right? Like if you want to come with mommy rather than staying home, that I need you to do that, right? We can't stand on the chairs. We can't, I don't know. Have y'all ever been to um, Joe's Crab Shack? They used to do the Macarena like on, the, oh my God, that was my favorite restaurant probably because I enjoyed standing on the tables, but it did like the Macarena would come on and we'd stand on the tables. Oh my God, it was so much fun. Now, I would say that with the amount of anxiety, depression, and I mean, children, the rate of suicide for children is so high. We get so fearful of of setting boundaries for our kids or crushing their soul or their self-worth or you you don't you don't need to worry about that, right? I'm going to tell you this over and over, but I want you to parent the child directly in front of you, not the child you fear they will become. And trust that child. That's that's part of releasing the codependency of like you've got this. I know you've got this. You can do this, right? Now, if if you're trying to set a boundary in terms of like, I need you to not poop in your diaper any longer and there are three, I, I don't know that that can happen, okay? Like cognitively, I don't know that setting a verbal boundary like that when it comes to a physical <laughs> reaction within our body of poop, like I don't, I don't know if that can happen, right? But I need you to not run in the street or I need you to hold my hand when we cross the street. That's totally an okay boundary, right? Yeah, it is okay to, I'm going to say push in a very healthy way, your child into learning more independence and allowing them to learn how to coexist within this world. Yeah, as a widow and solo parent, that's not been an option for me. It's been a must, like a must. Like I need my children to learn how to pack their bags. I need my children to learn how to put up their bags on the hooks when they get home. Like I, I need them to, yeah. I don't have the emotional energy some days to do it. And so it has taken time and effort, but it can be done. Yeah. And sometimes the natural consequence is not like here, you can't play for the rest of the day because you didn't put your bag up, but it's like, okay, we're here and now right here. So, Hey, Eli, do you see that? Yes. Okay, Eli, where does that go? I don't know. Uh, are you sure? Well, maybe you could, like that's how cutie talks, by the way. Um, and he's like, I don't feel like it. Oh, thank you so much for sharing. You hear that? I always say thank you for sharing. It's okay for them to feel however they feel. Thank you so much for sharing that, buddy. But that is where your bag goes. And I can't let you play with the neighbors until you do that or something like that, right? Like it's, First we do this and then, or like when you pick up your bag, then, like when then, like when you pick up your bag and put it there, then you can go play with your friends. Yeah. So I want you to not be as fearful of enforcing that boundary. Maybe they have a meltdown or a tantrum. And you're like, you don't understand. That's like, like an earthquake in the house if I ask them to do that. Okay. Well, that probably means that it's time to start little by little. Okay. Is it easy when you're going through it? No. No, it's not easy. 
I had a very close friend come in town recently and she asked me for a piece of advice and I, as a widow, and I told her, um, help support your son into becoming as independent as he can. And that will support you. And she got off the plane and they got home and he took like a Dr. Pepper and poured it into the trash can and she lost it. And she was like, I don't like, why did you do that? And they just both had a cathartic moment. We're both crying and all the different things. And she and I talked the next day and she was like, I understand what you mean. Like I didn't have the emotional capacity to handle that situation when he did it. And so if he knows that that's not something we do in the home, then it'll be less on my plate to tackle and handle later on. And I was like, exactly. Right. So within setting boundaries, right, let's go back to how to support yourself. First, take a breath. Then remind yourself, I'm doing this now so I don't have to do this later. I'm doing this now so I don't have to do this later. And then the last and final piece of supporting yourself is it's okay for this to feel uncomfortable. It's okay for your child to feel uncomfortable and it's okay for you to witness that and see that. I'm not asking you to like actively enforce and, and have your child feel serious, serious discomfort or do anything that would hurt them, right? That's not what I'm doing here, yeah? It's just if you have to set something, a boundary or a natural consequence or whatever it is, and they're not liking it, the biggest piece of advice I can give you is trust. Yeah. If you trust and say, okay, I'm enforcing this new boundary of taking the plates and putting them in the dishwasher. Dr. B said this would take me three days. Yeah. So think about that. If you don't want to do the dishes anymore and your children are old enough, let's say you put in three to five good days, right? The fourth day, you should see like, ding, 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 we're there, okay? So like you could do this on a Monday to Friday, right? If you have dinner at home every single day. Remember what I told you earlier in this podcast, that the more you do like that, the less the brain has to think, the more the brain knows what to do. I'll give you a perfect example, okay? Oh, I don't want to tell you which, which kiddo. That's, that's TMI, and I'll protect whichever one this was. <laughs> So one of my kiddos um, was potty trained for a while at night. And then all of a sudden it just kept coming back up and coming back up and coming back up. And then boop, we in and out, in and out. And so I finally tried, tried this and it worked. I was like, okay, if you potty in your bed, you're going to do your sheets. You're going to wash them. You're going to put them back on the bed. Because it's a schlep to do that every freaking day. You know, right? You you know, you know, okay? So the first few times he had to do this, he was not happy. <laughs> he did not like it. But he now knows how to start the laundry machine and put the bubbles in and make sure it's all on. And then he remembers to put it in the dryer and... He's pretty damn good at making a bed. No joke. Like, no joke. And it got to the point where I would, and now he doesn't do this anymore, right? Because that was a really healthy natural consequence so that he could feel the discomfort of like, I don't enjoy doing this. I don't enjoy doing this. And he's capable, clearly, right? I don't enjoy doing this. So I'm going to stop or I'm going to get my booty up out of bed to go potty in the middle of the night rather than peeing in my bed. And now he does. Yeah. Like there was a natural consequence for that and a learning consequence, we should call it, to be honest. And I 
would wake up every now and then before school started and all of a sudden hear the laundry machine starting. And I was like, what, what the heck is it? Like he knew right after a few times, he knew what was expected of him and the brain didn't have to think about it. It just did it. He didn't complain about it. He didn't whine. Like he didn't anything. He was just like, all right, I'm making my bed now. So magic can happen. It can. Yeah. If you're finding that your kiddos within you setting boundaries are going to either tantrum or meltdown, when you're finished this podcast, go back to my podcast of tantrums versus meltdowns and follow those steps. Yeah. The pieces that I've put in place within my own life and within my clients is if you follow the tantrums versus meltdowns and then add on the boundaries, you can be like, okay, I know that asking my kids to put their dishes in the dishwasher, that'll take about three days. So like they may hoop and holler and all the different things, but like by Friday, we'll be good. We'll be gold. Yeah. Because you'll trust the method and see how it works. Yeah. Now, if you have a kicker, like my client who I was talking about earlier, when his brother came home from the hospital, like, Ooh, he's, he's, he's given his mom and dad a run for their money, right? Like it may take a little bit longer, but the more you trust the more you trust and how long you do it, right? The longer you do it and and practice this method, the more benefits you'll see because your children will know how to respond because you'll be responding in a very consistent way, right? Every time a tantrum happens, that's what we're going to do. Every time a meltdown happens, that's what we're going to do. If you set a boundary and a tantrum happens, boom, you know what to do. If a you set a boundary and a tantrum turns into a meltdown, boom, you know what to do, right? Don't abandon ship. Don't abandon ship. I think because it's so hard for us to see our kids in discomfort and so hard for us to know that they're either A, struggling or B, don't know or all the different things, right? That's why we abandon ship. But if you remind yourself, I'm doing this now so I don't have to do this later, you will continue to get that pot of gold. You will even without a meltdown, like you will continue to see it over and over and over again. And not only trusting in this, but also reminding yourself I'm doing a really great job. Like I'm pretty proud of the fact that one of my kids, yes, I won't say their name, but one of my kids knows how to start the washing machine and make a bed. Like how cool. And the craziest part about it is like, he's capable. He is capable of doing this right? I don't think we give our kids enough credit. Let kids be kids. Yes. Hands down. Like, right. You get to decide for me. I couldn't keep making the bed every day. Like I couldn't. So with that being said, one of my munchkins just walked in from riding his bike home from school. Charlie, would you like to say hi? Hi broadcasters. Hi broadcasters. Thanks for watching. Listening listening to her podcast it's great you don't you know yet if it's your first time you're gonna love my mom she's the best mom in the world plus she makes me happy whenever she takes me places and she makes me happy when she um snuggles with me and gives me love i love you charlie well from the lips of a child. I must be fingers crossed, hopefully setting some good boundaries and doing something right. Thank you, Charlie, for saying all those things. I love you, buddy. All right. Well, go get them slugger. Go set some boundaries.
And until next time, XOXO. Peace. Dr. B. Mm-hmm.